0: Welcome to episode 98 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast 10 Things Independent Retailers Can Expect in 2022. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Well, my title says exactly what my intention for this episode is to talk about what we as independent retailers can expect in the upcoming year. There's so much information out there about what retail can expect in general, but the articles I find usually reference or refer to big box retail, or the larger retail industry. So of course, I prepared this episode to speak directly to retailers like me, the micro-retailer. Before I get started, this list is not in any particular order, and I will be mentioning many, and I mean many, savvy shopkeeper resources like previously published podcast episodes, blog posts, And more. We will have all of these linked in the show notes. So if you visit SavvyshopKeeper.com forward slash episode 98, this is where you'll find all the links. It'll be really easy for you to just click on all of them and listen to the podcast episodes or read the articles that we're referring to or that I'm referring to. And I just want to make sure I mention this because I'm going to mention and refer you and point you in many different directions. Okay, so let's get started. The first thing, again, not in any particular order, the first thing that retailers can expect in 2022 is more omnichannel retail. And I won't go in depth here since I have a whole podcast episode that explains what omnichannel retail is. But because retail has changed so much over the past decade, heck, over the past two years, think about how much it's changed. Having one ecosystem where all of the parts and pieces of your retail business speak to each other, like your point of sale, your e-commerce, your inventory management, your marketing, your social media, all of that stuff, Having all of these speak to each other is more important than ever, and it's becoming the norm. It's what customers are starting to expect, too. A little interesting tidbit that I consumed, and I wish I knew where this was, but it essentially said that there are more micro-merchants selling on Shopify than ever. It's growing faster than Amazon e-commerce, and I don't know how many of you sell on Amazon e-commerce, so I thought this was interesting. But for sure, people are turning to Shopify and the reason is Shopify truly embraces omni-channel retail. We will also include my referral link for Shopify if you've been wanting to sign up for Shopify. I'm a big fan. I think many of you know that. I also have an episode about Shopify to to help you determine whether it's a good platform for you, but we'll link all of that in the show notes. All right, number two of what we can expect in 2022 is sustainability. Sustainability is here to stay. The general population is embracing the sustainability movement more than ever. They want to know that we as business owners are making an effort on this front. You don't have to be a refill shop or sustainable living store to incorporate this into your business. I actually have a monthly prompt in the Shopkeepers Lab Facebook group where I ask members for their best sustainability tips. It's called Sustainable Saturday. We share ideas with each other about what we can do as retail business owners to lessen our carbon footprint. Some of these ideas include reusing shipping supplies, all that bubble wrap and the boxes and all the shipping packing material. We personally at my own store, we do reuse that often. Buying recycled materials, recycling in our own stores, offering electronic receipts instead of printed receipts, selling antiques, vintage or used items like clothing consignment shops for sure. Contribute to the sustainability front. And instead of using plastic shopping bags, maybe using brown paper bags, bags that are easier to recycle, or selling reusable totes so your customers can come in and use the same tote every time. All practices we should be implementing in our own stores because our customers will appreciate it or they are appreciating it. Number two, is digital excellence. And this is also becoming the norm. You wanna offer a website that's easy to browse. You wanna offer an e-commerce store that's easy to shop on, to order from, to pay on. You want your website to be clear and easy to understand. You want online directories, your listings and online directories, I should say. You wanna make sure that those are current and valid. I mean, I can go on and on, but I really talk about this in my new digital book, Get Your Retail Business Noticed. We'll link that in the show notes too. And if you listen to episode 63, I talk about some other helpful information if you do have an e commerce store. That's titled Five Important Tips for Retail e Commerce Success. All that to say, your digital presence is extremely important, and you wanna make sure that everything is user-friendly, and current. Another interesting tidbit, I think this was from a Shopify webinar, and again, I wish I would have documented it, but the interesting tidbit that I got was that there are three things consumers, and this said need from e-commerce sites in the US. I thought that was interesting. This had to be from a Shopify webinar, but it said that customers are really looking for delivery status tracking. Like they want to know when they're getting their shipment. I know Shopify does a really nice job of that. Uh, They want to know, they want to read ratings and reviews. So do you have that turned on on your website? Are you encouraging your customers to write ratings and reviews for the products that you sell? And the last thing I thought this was interesting, or I thought maybe I guess it was common sense, and maybe we don't work on this hard enough on our websites, is to make sure that you have filters on your e commerce area, in your e commerce area, so that your customers can filter through or find the right products. Personally, I love a good search bar. We have a search bar on our website. That's my go to if I'm looking for something in particular, but filters are really good too. So the next one, number four, is shoppable posts. You want to make social selling easier for your customers. I was actually surprised to see that I haven't done a podcast episode on this topic. So for sure, watch for this in 2022. In the meantime, this is an important one if you have a retail business and you have an e-commerce store. And at this point, I really hope you do. But a shoppable post is where a customer can click on the image in your post And they get a link to purchase that product. So sometimes that link will take them right to a checkout page on Facebook or Instagram, or the link can direct your follower, your social media follower, to the product listing in your online shop. Personally, I've seen how effective this is. I recently, actually earlier this year, I switched our online store to Shopify and it was so worth it. I think it's easier for our customers to use. They seem to be happier with it because they're shopping online with us much more. And we now have the shoppable post, which is fantastic. I won't go down a rabbit hole here, but know that this is well worth setting up and could be pivotal for a micro retail business in 2022. Again, make it easier for your customers to shop with you online. So speaking of shopping through social media, the next one on the list is social selling. And this is software like Comment Sold or Vadro. I think that's how you say it. V as in Victor, A-J-R-O. Interesting name. I don't know the, the background behind the name. But software platforms like that make it easier for retailers to sell live or just to sell on social media at all. And they allow this by giving your customers the ability to just comment sold with an item number, and then the software automatically generates an invoice and sends it to the customer. Now, when you, when you enlist in software like this, your customer does have to register in order to, for that invoice to get automatically generated, but it does make the process easier. Now, social selling, selling like on a Facebook Live video, can also be done manually. If you check out my blog post on hosting a Facebook Live clearance sale, we'll also link that in the show notes, there's actually, I think, a checklist there, and it kind of walks you through the basics. But I want to add that if you're a shopkeeper's lab or master shopkeeper's member, there is an in-depth video lesson, also with an in-depth checklist in the shopkeeper's lab. So, if you go to the shopkeepersacademy.com and you search the words once you log in and you search the words Facebook Live clearance, the video lesson will come up and you should be able to download the worksheet too. My point here is that social selling is only going to become more popular. More and more people are getting accustomed to the comment sold kind of buying And they're going to be looking for it more and they might want it from you. You can also poll your customers and ask them if they want that kind of live selling or comment selling or on their end, I guess it would be comment buying. This episode is brought to you by my new free resource, 100 Plus Social Media Ideas for Shopkeepers. You may have signed up for my newsletter in the past to get access to 75 ideas, but listen, listen, This download is new and improved. If you struggle with what to post on social media for your retail business, this is a 21-page resource that will get you unstuck. It's packed with ideas and a printable worksheet in the end because once you start to read through this lengthy list, you're going to be inspired and you'll want to write out your own list of ideas. Download, print, and share this resource with your team members too. I want to make it easier for you to market your business so you can work less, profit more, and grow. To get the free download, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas. Okay, the next one is video, video, video. (laughs) Whether it's Facebook Lives, Instagram Reels, or TikToks, This is not going away. And if anything, those using video as part of their marketing efforts will probably grow and shine a little bit more than those of us that are not. If you didn't catch episode 85, I recommend listening. It's a popular one and it's new, so I'm surprised how much it's being downloaded. But I highly recommend it. I talk about how retailers can embrace using videos for their business. I want to add one thing here. I personally know how challenging it can be to do video, to record video. And I recently stepped into my own discomfort by recording my first set of Savvy Shopkeeper reels. But I want to say that it was surprisingly fun, even if I was perspiring, and I was, it was making me uncomfortable. If you're a lab or master member If you go to Guide 6 in the Shopkeeper's Lab Facebook group and you watch the lesson on Instagram Reels, that's a great place to get started. Again, I get it, video is not my favorite thing, but I do it. Number seven is SMS or text marketing. I haven't done a podcast episode on this one yet either, so of course that will come in 2022. And I understand that some of you aren't even utilizing email marketing, so this one might seem even more of a stretch for you, but it's definitely gaining in popularity, and some customers actually do prefer it. If you personally get annoyed with emails or text marketing, I wanna remind you that you may be allowing your own personal opinions or preferences to hurt your business. So listen to episode 79 to teach you if your personal opinions are hurting your retail business. Text marketing for sure is growing in popularity, and I don't want you to dismiss it going into the new year. Number eight is offering more payment options. This is yet another e-commerce related item on the 2022 list, so I hope you see the pattern here. Adding additional payment options is important to consumers You may have opinions about certain payment platforms, but in the end, it's what your customer wants and appreciates that's important. So go beyond just a simple credit card payment option and look into offering or adding any of these alternative payment options when your customers are checking out on your website. So maybe things like PayPal, Amazon Pay, Google Pay, Apple Pay. And then, of course, there's a handful of buy now, pay later solutions or what somebody might consider like a layaway solution. And those platforms are Affirm, Afterpay, Klarna, and Sezzle. And again, some people feel strongly about not offering the buy now, pay later solutions because oftentimes it's because the retailer doesn't want the consumer to take on that kind of debt. But it's not our decision to make. It's up to our customers to make. And if they prefer that kind of payment solution, you just might want to consider adding it. And then the last thing that I want to mention on a payment option is what's coming in the future. And that could be cryptocurrency, like someone paying using Bitcoin. It's even weird to me to talk about it. I've just started doing some research on this. And yes, I said it. And it's a bit foreign to me, but I do see it coming as a way that people want to check out in the future. Is it coming in 2022? Maybe not, but I just thought I'd mention it. Again, I have a lot of research to do on this topic. I've been trying to consume it, but sometimes it baffles me if I'm honest, but I'll get there. All right. And then number nine is customers craving more in-person connection aka the COVID effect, I guess you can say. Our customers will want more in-person connection for sure and the experiences. And this, this was really interesting to me because I asked members in the shopkeepers lab what they thought we should expect in 2022. This was the response by multiple members in one way or another. So some people mentioned more workshops, You know, our customers are going to want more workshops. Some people mentioned that we're going to have to create really beautiful in-store experiences because people are going to want to connect. Overall, it was multiple responses, and all of them in one way or another referred to in-person connections. So I for sure thought this was worth mentioning. And the other thing too is just based on the reaction from everyone that attended the Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat this year, for sure in-person connection is being craved. I craved it. And that's coming from an introvert. So yes, I do believe this is something we can expect in 2022, or at least I hope so, because then that means we are getting past COVID. Let's only hope, right? And then last but not least is the chain supply issues and maybe creating a plan. So chain supply issues will most likely continue in 2022. I know So many of us don't want to hear that or don't want to think about it. It's almost like the pandemic, like we didn't want to think that it would go into 2021. And here we are. I think the same thing's going to apply to chain supply issues. I do think that they will improve, but I also want you to be prepared. So what can you do to prepare in case they don't improve or in case by some chance they get worse? So my recommendation to you is to have a plan and listen to episode 93, where I shared nine tips to help indie retailers mitigate chain supply issues. Again, that was just five episodes ago. But if you skipped it, I would highly recommend listening to it so that you do have a plan heading into uh, 2022. Whenever I prep for an episode, I usually start with an outline. And when I outlined this episode, I did this based on my own knowledge of what's been trending or what I expected we should, you know, what I was thinking we should expect in 2022, rather. Of course, I did some research. Of course, I read lots of articles. I often had to filter through the information in the articles to make sure that it applied to us micro retailers. And then of course, I asked members in the lab what they thought we should expect. I was happy to see I had both blog posts, shopkeepers lab lessons, and podcast episodes where I already spoke about many of the items on this list, many of the 10 things that I mentioned. I also know that lots of us start to tackle to-do lists for the upcoming year immediately after Christmas. So I want to recap the 10 things that I mentioned in this episode. Just in case you have that pen and paper handy and you want to write down. You know, maybe you want to go through the 10 things and you're like, okay, I have sustainability covered and I have text marketing covered, but I definitely want to focus on social selling. So I'm just going to kind of recap the 10 things again. Number one, omni-channel retail. Number two, sustainability. Number three, digital excellence. Number four, shoppable posts. Number five, social selling. Number six, video and I said video, 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 I was emphasizing it. Number seven, text marketing. Number eight, more payment options. Number nine, in-person connections and experiences. And number 10, I guess we could say is like a buying sourcing plan. Whew. Okay, I think that's it. That's a lot. You know, I know firsthand because I still run a store that we can't normally do it all, but maybe you want to check off one or two things on this list that maybe you can implement for 2022. Or maybe you have them all checked off. And if you do, high five to you, that's incredible. But hopefully this gives you an idea of maybe a couple things that you want to work on in the upcoming year. Again, because I think we as micro retailers need to listen to what our customers want. Another great way to do that is to pull them. Ask your customers. If you think maybe you want to implement text marketing, ask them. Run a a survey, send them an email, ask them to complete the survey, and see if that's a great way to reach them and let them know about new products and all of that. So all of this to say, don't feel you have to tackle all 10 of these, but maybe consider one or two to implement in the new year. If you want to see the show notes to this episode, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 98, SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 98. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up. Sick of being upsold at gyms?